Mama. Welcome back to Holy Made Life. And it is your host, Angie. And I have a question for you. So I want to know if I asked you, who are you? What would the three words that would come to your mind? What would those words be? I want you to think about that and then keep those words on your mind. And as we get into the episode, I want you to think again what the three words would be that you would describe yourself. Okay? All right. I'll see you on the inside. Hey mama, welcome to Holy Made Life where I believe that you are not created to do just one thing in your life well. You are not just your job, your title, or your salary. You're not just a mom or a wife or a sister. You are fearfully and wonderfully made to lead in all areas of your whole life. Your life is like a pie that's made up of different pieces that create a complete circle. And girl, you deserve to enjoy the whole pie. Hi, I'm Angie Tanetti Rogers, and mama, I know you are really good at what you do in your profession or business. But if you're ready to stop ignoring different pieces of your pie and reclaim your whole life, then you are in the right place. Girl, let's tap into the whole life God has for you and experience that God-sized fulfilled life. Together, we're going to walk through some boundaries, leadership, mindset, and restoration in different areas of your life that may need to change. It's going to be some tough work up in here, girl, but we're going to walk this thing out together, uncovering some bold, courageous actions that we can take to experience not just a good life, but your whole life. Are you ready to live your whole life wholly made? Let's do it. Holy Made Life. So I am going to go over a continuation of our spiritual piece of our pie. I really wanted to talk through something I talked about in the last episode, episode 15, about our spiritual piece of the pie, and where I referenced focusing on who God says that I am. And I wanted to go through some of these things because I think it's important to, if you're not used to using the words in the Bible, the truth in the Bible of who God says that you are, then this could actually change your life. So I'm just going to start off by going through some of the words that I wrote down and I read to myself every single morning for almost a year so that I could remind myself of the truth so that my mind would be transformed and be perseverating on the truth versus the lies and the made up stories that we tell ourselves. So who does God say that you are? What does God say about you? And How can you see yourself as God sees you in the scriptures? What is your true identity in Christ Jesus? So here are some of the things. Here's what I want you to say to yourself. I am loved. I am worthy. I am purposed. I am his. I belong to him. I am called. I am chosen. I am royalty. I am an heir. I am accepted. I am adopted. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am created in his image. I am redeemed. I am restored and renewed and refined. I am saved. I am forgiven. I am transformed. I am valuable. I am spirit, 
filled. I am powerful. I am mighty. I am strengthened. I am able. I am free. I am sealed and delivered. I am faithful. I am a friend of Jesus. I am full of peace. I am lavished by grace, a child of light. I am holy and righteous. I'm a saint, a steward, a servant, and a soldier. I'm a witness and a worker. I am victorious. I'm a citizen of heaven. I'm no longer a slave to sin. I'm an ambassador for Jesus. I'm set apart and sanctified. I'm a special possession. I'm made new. I'm anointed. I'm triumphed. I'm joined with the Lord. I'm one with him in spirit. I am blameless before God. I am God's workmanship. I am blessed and favored. I'm covered, protected. I am safe. I'm salt of the earth, light of the world. I'm completely forgiven. I'm a temple of the Holy Spirit. I am bold, courageous, confident. I am above and not beneath, the head and not the tail. I am more than a conqueror and an overcomer. I'm justified by grace. I'm equipped. I'm rescued. I'm complete. I'm whole. I am healed. I am far from oppression. I will not live in fear. I belong to him. I'm intricately woven. I am seated in high places. I'm raised up with Christ. I'm made alive in Christ. I've given access to the Father. I'm a member of the body. I'm a member of God's household. I am given hope. I am given faith. I am given peace. I am given mercy. Okay, so I don't know about you, but if I read these things to myself every single day and I'm reminded of all of those things, I don't know how you can't walk with your head up and shoulders back and chest out and walk powerfully and in the authority and dominion that he has given us. Those are powerful things that God says about that about us. And Ephesians is one of the best places to go to read through what God says about you. Uh, in Ephesians 4, he says things like, I can mature spiritually. I can be certain of God's truth. I can have a new attitude and a new lifestyle. In Ephesians 5 and 6, he says things like, I can honor God through my marriage. I can parent my child with composure. I have God's power. I can stand firm in the face of evil. Okay? So... <laughs> I, again, just wanted to give you some of these things that I wrote down, and you don't have to write down all of these things, but certainly, I don't know about you, but before your feet hit the floor in the mornings, if you read through all of these things out loud, number one, what you profess with your mouth is real and it's powerful, and also, why not just shake up the devil and let the devil know, hey, I'm getting ready to get up and my feet hit the floor and I am God's warrior, okay? I'm God's woman of God and I am all those things that I just shouted out loud. Here's another couple of things. So there's a lot of places in the New Testament, Ephesians, Romans, uh, John and 1 John, Corinthians, Galatians, Philippians, Colossians, Timothy, Corinthians, I think I said that first in 2 Corinthians, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Those are all some great places to find 
yourself in how God sees you and how it is confirmed by the truth of scripture. Some other places in the Old Testament are going to be Proverbs. Proverbs 31. I think all of you guys probably know that Proverbs 31 is related to, you know, you've heard about the Proverbs 31 woman. So I'm just going to read a little bit of the Proverbs 31 woman because this kind of also speaks to, alludes to who it is that God says that you are. So a good woman's hard to find and worth far more than diamonds. Her husband trusts her without reserve and never has a reason to regret it. Never spiteful, she treats him generally all her life long. She shops around for the best yarns and cottons and enjoys knitting and sewing. She's like a trading ship that sails to faraway places and brings back exotic surprises. She's up before dawn preparing breakfast for her family and organizing her day. She looks over a field and buys it. Then with the money she's put aside, she plants a garden. First thing in the morning, she dresses for work, rolls up her sleeves, eager to get started. She senses the worth of her work and is in no hurry to call it quits for the day. She's skilled in the crafts and of home and hearth, diligent in homemaking. She's quick to assist anyone in need. She reaches out to help the poor. She doesn't worry about her family when it snows. Their winter clothes are all mended and ready to wear. She makes her own clothing and dresses in colorful linens and silks. Her husband's greatly respected and when he deliberates with the city fathers. She designs gowns and sells them, brings sweaters she knits to the dress shops. Her clothes are well-made and elegant. She always faces tomorrow with a smile. When she speaks, she has something worthwhile to say and she always says it kindly. She keeps an eye on everyone in her household and keeps them all busy and productive. Her children respect and bless her. Her, her. her husband joins in with words of praise. Many women have done wonderful things, but you have outclassed them all. Charm can mislead and beauty soon fades. The woman to be admired and praised is the woman who lives in the fear of God. So she's God-fearing. Give her everything she deserves and adorn her life with praises. So I think that some of us are overwhelmed sometimes when we read this about, oh my goodness, this was like an amazing woman. And certainly she is. But we are the Proverbs 31 women. We are this woman. And it doesn't mean we have to be perfect and do all these things, but we are blessed. We are admired. We are respected. We are treating people with kindness. You know, we are going to work, whether it's in our homestead, we're, we're the CEO of our own home, or we are, have a career that we are bringing home the, the bread, the bacon, giving part of the finances. Maybe some of us own some of our own businesses. Maybe some of us own some of our side, a side hustle. So we're doing these things. And these things point to some of those declarations that I just went through. Uh, another place to look is Psalms. 103. So quickly, I want to read through this one. And these are all message translations. Oh, my soul, bless God. From head to toe, I'll bless his holy name. Oh, my soul, bless God. So don't forget a single blessing. He forgives your sins. You're forgiven. He heals your diseases. Everyone, you're healed. He redeems you from hell. He saves your life. You're redeemed and saved. He crowns you with love and mercy, a paradise crown. You are royalty. He wraps you in goodness, beauty eternal. He renews your youth. You are renewed. You're always young in his presence. God makes everything come out right. He puts victims back on their feet. You're victorious. He showed Moses how he went about his work, opened up his plans to all Israel. You have wisdom and discernment. God is sheer mercy and grace, not easily angered. He's rich in love. He, you are loved. 
He doesn't endlessly nag and scold or nor hold grudges forever. He doesn't treat us as our sins deserve, nor pay us back in full of our wrongs. As high as heaven is over earth, so strong is his love to those who fear him. We're God-fearing and we're strengthened by him. And as far as sunrise is from sunset, he has separated us from our sins. As parents feel for their children, God feels for those who fear him. He knows us inside and out, for he knows the plans that he has for us. That's in Jeremiah. 2911. He keeps us in mind that we're made of mud. He created us in his image by his own hands. Men and women don't live very long. Like wildflowers, they spring up and blossom, but a storm snuffs them out just as quickly, leaving nothing to show they were here. We are destined for higher places. We're seated in high places. God's love, though, is ever and always eternally present to all who fear him, making everything right for them and their children. As they follow his covenant ways and remember to do whatever he said. God has set set his throne in heaven. We are seated in high places. He rules over all of us. The Lord God omnipotent reigns. And we are adopted by him. We are an heir to his kingdom. He's the king. So bless God, you angels, ready and able to fly at his bidding, quick to hear and do what he says. Bless God, all you armies of angels, alert to respond to whatever he wills. Bless God, all creatures, wherever you are, everything and everyone made by God. And you, oh my soul, bless God. That was Psalms 103 with my interjections of some of these declarations that we just read. Okay, and then finally, what I want to point out is Psalms 91. This one has kind of held me steadfast through the whole COVID situation when I was trying to, you know, keep my hospital safe and uh, making decisions that impacted patients and staff. So Psalms 91, you who sit down in the God, in high God's presence, spend the night in the Shaddai's shadow. Say this, God, you're my refuge. He's our safe place. I trust in you and I'm safe. That's right. He rescues you from hidden traps. We are rescued. Shields you from deadly hazards. We are covered and protected. His huge outstretched arms protect you. Under them, you're perfectly safe. His arms fend off all harm. Fear nothing. Not wild wolves in the night. Not flying arrows in the day. Not disease that prowls through the darkness. Not disaster that erupts at high noon. Even though others succumb all around, drop like flies right and left, no harm will even graze you. You are more than a conqueror. You'll stand untouched. Watch it all from a distance. Watch the wicked turn into corpses. Yes, because God's your refuge, the high God, your very own home. Evil cannot get close to you. Harm cannot get through that door. He ordered his angels to guard you wherever you go. If you stumble, they'll catch you. Their job is to keep you from falling. You'll walk unharmed among lions and snakes and kick young lions and serpents from the path. If you'll hold on to me for dear life, says God, I'll I'll get you out of any trouble. I'll give you the best of care if you'll only get to know and trust me. Call me and I'll answer. Be at your side in bad times. I'll rescue you, then throw you a party. I'll give you a long life. I'll give you a long drink of salvation. So that Psalms 91 also is another way that it confirms all of these declarations that are in the New Testament about who God says we are. And if we're created in God's image, then everything that you know about God should be a new revelation about yourself. How deep is that? Think about that. If we're made in God's perfect image, then 
Every new revelation we have about God, our Father, should be a new revelation about who we are. We're made in his image, sisters. So if we're made in his image, then every revelation I have about him is about me. It's about you. So I want you to be encouraged today. I want you, if you have not done this exercise, I plead with you. I challenge you to write down the declarations about the I am's that God says about you. And if you need a starting place, start in Ephesians. Write down those declarations that God says about you and read them out loud before your feet hit the floor every single day. Just do it for the next 30 days. And then I dare you to come back to me and say that you don't feel more empowered. You don't feel more strengthened. You don't feel more uh, than a conqueror. So sisters, I always encourage you to go read the word in whatever translation it is that you read from. Uh, in John 1, 1, it says, in the beginning, was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So that's why when I'm referring to Ephesians, for example, I know that Paul wrote the letter to Ephesians and the words are from Paul, but I read from scripture. And so when I look at the word, the truth, uh, that's from God in the Bible. When I'm saying in general what God says about me, it's because I find it in scripture. And I believe that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So, um, but I always encourage you to just follow up and read and find yourself in the scripture in whatever translation you want to use. I read several different translations just because different translations say things in different ways. So just wanted to clarify that and encourage you to find yourself in scripture. Whatever translation you want to read, do it. And again, I can't wait to hear some of the feedback from you guys once you guys have done this. Make sure that you guys head over to my Facebook group, uh, Holy Made Life. You can find it on Facebook. And just join the group and tell us what you found about yourself. Talk about this exercise and let's walk through this thing together. Because I know that if we read these declarations about what we find about ourselves in scripture and we read these things out loud and we walk with the knowledge of who we are and who God is calling us to be, that we will come out stronger for it. Our families will be blessed for it. The people in our circles will be blessed for it. You, sister, will be blessed for it. All right. So I will see you in the next episode and I hope to see you in the Facebook group as well. All right. See you soon. Hey, before you go, I'd love for you to hop over to my podcast and give me a review. And you know, I'd love five stars. That's how we can share this thing with other women just like us. Your five stars and written review really helps me get the word out. You can also take a screenshot of this episode and tag me in your Insta and Facebook stories. And I'll give you a shout out right back. Leaving a review and sharing this episode is the best way you can show me some love. Thanks so much. And I'll see you in the next episode. And remember, your smile is like a boomerang. Throw one at somebody and it'll come right back.